It's time to enter the dojo. Welcome to Snake Eyes, a Cobra Kai gaming dojo podcast. Happy New Year! Hey, Jeff's on time this time. Did I get it right? Yeah, you're not a week late or early like you were at Christmas. Excellent. Well, here we are. Well, episode will definitely be dropping after New Year's. After Just after New Year's. Fresh into 2021. Welcome to episode 19. How's it going, guys? Uh, it's going. Busy. Busy this time of year. How about you, Jeff? Uh, enjoying my uh, little holiday vacation. Uh, trying to chill out and relax. Uh, being... Way more tired than I should be, considering I get to sleep in till 10 o'clock every day. That must be nice. It is nice. <laughs> you, you should try it out. I do, every Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> Actually, uh, I slept in till 9.30 today, which is pretty unheard of for me. Oh. No, what did Amanda want to do? Going deep. Uh, she, she was also asleep. She, uh, oh. she takes advantage of it when she can, and the kids left us alone. Um, I don't know if you guys ever heard of this show, but I found a show on Netflix last night. It's okay. it pretty awesome. It's called, um, I think it's Stranger Things. Uh, really? What's it about? Uh, I don't know. Some strange shit and some kids playing D&D. So I watched season one last night. I've never heard of it before. Is it good? I I think I just stumbled upon it. Yeah, it's really good. Really, really Hmm. good. Fucking late to the party. (laughs) Right? No, no, so I watched, uh, I I didn't watch the first season. um, And I got into it when Amanda started watching uh, season two and it came out. And so I watched season two and season three. And she, you know, between the movie or the shows itself, Right. She kind of filled me in. I just had never actually went back and watched season one. Oh. Well, season so, one is by far the best. Well, that's the thing, man. Like, I, I really like two and I really like three. They're um, good. So I knew I was going to like it, but I started it at like 10 o'clock last night. And then if I could just binge it for like six hours. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I was so mad at myself uh, this morning, but I, I couldn't stop watching. All three seasons were good, but the first season was but, especially good. Yeah. And I could imagine, too, like, oh, what would you think about the end of Mandalorian? Uh, solid uh, shit. Uh, there will be yeah. couple spoilers or, here. Or just hold uh, hold your ears for a little bit if you yeah. if you haven't seen it yet. Well, yeah. yeah. So if you haven't seen it. Spoiler yet, alert! Here it comes. Um, uh, Luke's see, scene I, was amazing. Yeah, I loved the Luke scene. Um, I was a little like whatever with R two had to show up because because R two's the boss, man. Dude, R 2s a bitch. Yeah, he does his tweet. He doesn't do shit. Oh, he's um, got some sass, man. Okay. <laughs> I mean, just. Can we actually have something that Star Wars that doesn't have R2 in it ever? But anyway, no, he's in every movie. He is every single one. You're absolutely correct. And other than that, him um, and C3PO are like the the linchpins of the whole series. <laughs> Which is pretty pathetic if you really look at it. But yeah, I, I really liked the season. I thought it was good. I I thought the Boba Fett arc was pretty interesting. Did, uh, did you stay for the credits? Yeah, I did. Okay. I did, um, which was fun, cool. Uh, I, I will watch that because this was so good. So I will at least give the give the book of Boba Fett a shot. So Jer- Jeremy, was it you that sent it, or maybe it was Josh? Supposedly, that's only going to be like a like a three episode miniseries type thing, rather than a full. Yeah, month I, I sent it. Oh. It's like four. It's like four episodes. Oh, I like I like the sound of that. Yeah, uh, so th- it'll wrap it up a- and. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I think that has a lot more merit to it than trying to build a whole series out of him yeah, yeah. absolutely because honestly yes. he he really wasn't very interesting no he's I mean, kind of like 
it older was cool. dude, just kind of grumpy and yeah, you know, looking to kick a little bit of ass. I, I like the scenes that he did with the the sand people mace or whatever. It was just fucking tearing stormtroopers apart with that thing. Yep. That was pretty sweet. Yeah, just the the sight of you know, all of a sudden you see Slave One just come puttering in. You're like, oh shit, it's happening! Like, right, Boba's back. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was pretty tight. I liked that. Uh, I really liked the sequence with Katie Sackhoff. Yeah, yeah uh, a Bo- Bo-Katan. Right. I th- I thought her character was pretty awesome. Uh, and you know the little bait and switch with the dark saber that happened with her that was pretty brutal, which can lead to some interesting stuff in the next season. I think. Well, Jeremy disagrees with me here, but what if she's dead? She's not dead. They showed they showed her standing up at the end. Uh, I didn't see her. Yeah, no, she was standing up because I was specifically looking for her, and she okay. was. Because that's why, like, I'm like, oh, they never showed her actually get back up, and right? No, they they did show her standing. Yeah, up but that's the, the that's the whole premise from the next season. Like, they can't well, have her die. Well, that's right. why. But you still have like the oh, we got to fight, and if they wanted to pull a Disney card, they could. Well, okay, well, she died, and now it's gonna be the Mandalorian's turn no. to, to go take back Mandalore. I mean, without the whole thing, he doesn't without, want it right now. I'm clear on it, but he could feel that it's his duty because he has the dark saber. It could. It could. But yeah, I mean, that's what it's, get, that's what it's gonna come back. to, I'm yeah. sure. But if you saw her get back up, then it's a moot point. Right. And then you know, the other question will be is will he maintain his status in the cult of the Mandalore, considering he's taking his helmet off now in front of, you know, half a dozen different characters in the show now. So he's totally off that bent. Well, if you look at that her side of things, they think that he's a religious fucking zealot. So <laughs> right. how many that's, how many that's how what many, I'm saying? Well, is how many good, of the cult members are even left? Correct. Good question. Yeah, totally good question. So, so it might not matter. Right. It might not. And like I said, is he, yeah, is he leaving the cult of the Mandalore just to be more of a, of a you know, a normal Mandalorian now, you know, now that he's taking the helmet off? It'll be interesting to see. So one of the things we talked about too, um, that, that really pissed me off is the episode before, you know, you see his face and I'm like, okay, right. that's kind of cool. But then they did it in a more emotional, impactful way at the end. And I'm like, you assholes, why didn't you guys just film that scene from behind where he takes his mask off or his helmet off for, for the computer? And, and not show it to Bill Burr. Yeah, right. yeah, don't, yeah. Show, don't show the face, just tease it. Right. And then you see his face for, for Baby Yoda. Like, I still awesome. don't get why he took his helmet off in that scene with the Imperials anyways. Because like, he, he had to. Well, why he, was this, his face wouldn't have even been in that computer system. Yeah, why would it work? Right, yeah, computer? that I didn't get either. Was it, I mean, it, they said facial scan, but was it some kind of facial verification? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't really I, I have no idea. Yeah, I have no clue. So like maybe because he was a bounty hunter, he was in the Imperial system, maybe? Yeah, but his face wouldn't have been. Right. Yeah, Nobody's ever a, seen his face before. True. It was a little weak on the plot point right there. I, I agree. You know, he said missed opportunity then to make the, the next episode that much more impactful when he took his right. off. I, I agree. No, I don't have an, any kind of argument with that point at all. Um, it, it did feel like it was, it did make the, the last episode a little <laughs> anticlimactic in that sense. That being said, that, you know, exit scene from, from that base was pretty badass with the yes, snipers it. on the hill and, you know, and all one, that. One action. of my favorite scenes was the uh, speeders from earlier in the season. Yes, when the they come down speeders. The, yeah, when they came down. No, um, when the stormtroopers were coming down the mountain at, on at the, the speeders. Yeah, at the lava world. So, oh, or like, okay, yes, early, the, earlier in the on season. The bikes. Yeah. Yep. That yeah, was that one was of my favorite cool scenes. With that, uh, like, like heavy, heavy troop transport vehicle they were in, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty tight. Yeah, I liked it. Outstanding season. Well, what's that? 
outstanding season. It was an outstanding season. I agree. And, you know, I wish they would have done a little bit better job, um, maybe even last season, of telling you where in the timeline this was taking place. Yeah, because I thought it was farther than where it was because Luke right. was young Luke. Young. I mean, that's like right after Death Star explosion right there or, you yeah. know, within a few years probably. Which and, that makes sense how there's still so many actual Imperial clone troopers and shit or stormtroopers. Right. The first no, order. it totally makes sense. I just wish they would have told us, right? Yeah. I mean, all they would have had to say with even like with the Gina Carano character, you know, it's like, yeah, I was a rebel assault trooper. You know, a couple of years ago when the Death Star got blown up, that's all they had to do, right? You know, they yeah. could have worked worked it into the story uh, very easily just to kind of give you a better feel of when things are going on. Not that it really would have made that huge a difference to the story anyway, but I would have liked to have known. No, I hear Because like I said, until I saw Luke, I thought they were farther along than that. Right. Totally agree. But yeah, I give it a two thumbs up on the season and I'm looking forward to the next one. Another year. And I I vote for uh, John Favreau to do all future Star Wars movies if this is the quality he's going to put out. Oh, my God, right? Because yeah, the actual main movies are piles of dog shit, and I would much <laughs> rather see something like this. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. But oh, no, they are. They are I'm complete a, piles of dog shit. I'm a, massive, bad. I'm a massive fan of Mandalorian, and I really, really like Rogue One. <laughs> and it's kind of the same... Um, Correct. I kind agree. Of, kind of the same, you know, environment, and so right. I wish that's how they go from here on out. I hope so too. And like I said, let's just walk away from the original three movies. We don't need to participate in those anymore. We know what the story is. Let's find new stories in that incredibly cool universe. Well, thankfully, you know, uh, Disney released their stuff to the shareholders, and my God, did they have a lot of Star Wars stuff coming out in the. Hey, you know, that really surprised me because after Solo came out and that kind of bombed at the theater, uh-huh. they put the brakes big time on a lot of the Star Wars projects that they had going on. But then Mando crushed it. Then Mando has completely brought that out of the ashes like the fucking phoenix rising up. I was doing some some simple math, and I think uh, they said they're up to like 80 million subscribers, right? That's mm-hmm. 80 million people paying $7 a month. That's right, five hundred and sixty million dollars every fucking month they're getting for Disney Plus. Right, and they do have, you know, did you know that that's not even half of the Netflix subscribers out there? <laughs> exactly. So the ceiling's only going to go up. Who's uh, getting eighteen dollars a month? <laughs> yep, it's already Disney who is is massively rich anyway. Like, right. dude, they're just they are crushing it, and they have the money and they have the demand for all these shows and and uh, kind of spinoff type things. Yeah, but they need to make something because there isn't a whole lot on Disney Plus that you haven't seen a hundred times already. That's so. exactly correct. Yeah, and they, they <laughs> really need to start churning out the original content to hold on to those subscribers. Because probably what you're going to see now that Mandalorian's over, a huge percentage of that subscriber base is going to drop until yeah, which I did. Comes yeah, out. I did last year. So right. Yeah, and and you probably will this year, I guess. Right. No, nah, some of the stuff's supposed to be coming out soon. So WandaVision, okay. buddy, WandaVision. Yeah, okay. I'm not I'm gonna give it a shot. I don't know about that show either. That's fucking weird. It yes, does look that's weird. Very fucking weird. But I'll give it a shot. Well, cool. Well, that was uh what I'm up to in this little uh <laughs> intro. You guys got anything else interesting to offer before we jump into the real show content? No, let's get started. All right. I'm, let's get going. 
All right, hang on just a second. We'll be right back, and then we'll be finding out what's cooking. Ooh-wee! It's time to find out what's cooking. This segment is brought to you by Golden Rhino Games, setting the gold standard in tabletop gaming. Happy New Year, everyone. We're back, and we're going to be talking about what's cooking in this segment. Our first one of 2021. So we're going to start as usual with Ryan. Ryan, what's cooking, baby? I've had some uh, some good meals over the holidays here lately. Uh, for Christmas Eve, I did a brisket. Um, I really wanted to do it for Christmas, but Christmas is my daughter's birthday, and she chose a taco bar for uh, for Christmas dinner. Oh, that's far superior over brisket. Oh, actually, I mean, I'm not going to complain. Like, I love tacos, so it was good. Uh but I had a brisket on hand ready to go for Christmas anyway, because that's what she originally said, but then she changed it. So I'm like, screw this. I'm still doing brisket. Uh, so I was able to smoke a brisket on Christmas Eve, and that came out um, fantastic. That's a quality audible right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Oh, I just have a 11-pound uh, brisket on hand. Darn, I'll just do this. Yeah, right. So that worked out. Um, if you guys are on our Facebook uh, group, uh, you probably saw a couple pictures I posted. I posted a little bit of a video of uh, – juice running out of the meat which no was, the juices were flowing yeah. they looked delectable man they were flowing it turned me on a little bit um so yeah uh we post a lot if you guys haven't been on that page uh go ahead and join it if you're interested in the meat segment because we post a lot of pictures of our meat on there now and i think it's fun so uh but yeah the brisket though it, it came out really really good um it was super moist super tender uh you know with all my my smoking that i've been doing i kind of got a lot of my temperatures and times down for my, my different meats uh, awesome. So really what I'm trying to do now is, is focus on the kind of the, the detail work of it. Um, the, the presentation. Yeah. Well, I mean, not just the, presentation, but <laughs> the prep work and presentation. Yeah. yeah the, kind of the, the process of the whole thing. Um, I mean, I really think it's important when you're, especially for brisket, brisket probably takes the most amount of work than any other meat as far as prep work goes uh, to slice it up, right. Trim it up. Right. Um, right. You want to get out those, those big, hard, uh, chunks of fat that aren't going to render. Right. So how much how much fat are you taking off the back of that? So this was an 11 pound brisket. I took off on this one about two pounds. Um, you know, obviously if you if you do like 15, 16 pounds, you're probably going to take off closer to three pounds. But it right. depends on the on the brisket. Um, you know, I've had a couple eight pounds just flat before, and you barely take any any fat off of the flat. You basically just just square it up so everything's going to kind of cook evenly. Uh, yeah, there's there's a much flat on the flat. No, no, hard, hardly at all. You just take off a couple of the edge pieces. Um, like I said, <coughs> give it a an even line or even consistency, so you don't have any uh, undercooked or overcooked uh, portions. So that, that's the first step. Um, and then this one, I, I really took a lot of time slicing it up too, because uh, you know with the briskets, you got the point and you got the flat. So you have two different grains. Or you have basically two pieces of meat in one, and so the the, the grain goes differently. So you got to cut the flat one way. You got to find about where they connect, cut that, and then you cut the, the point the other way. So I did both those, and I was really proud of the one that I did after uh, that. That's awesome. That's one of my weak spots on the brisket is finding where they meet and getting the slices going in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it, it's, a, it's hard once it's cooked because – Right. You can't see it. You're, like, all covered with your, your rub and the bark and everything else. And, yeah, it's just kind of <laughs> difficult to find the grain and which way it's going. Uh, I personally haven't done this, but one of my buddies uh, that I worked with that smokes a lot of meat, what he would do is he would put a couple small slices in the brisket before he put it on. And that way, when it came out, you know, it's got this nice black bark all over it. 
he could okay. his little slice points, which were basically his direction of which way the which end was the flat and which way it was going. Like a little meat map, huh? Yeah, he had a little meat treasure map. <laughs> That's smart play, actually. Slice marks the spot. All right. <laughs> I haven't, uh, I haven't done that, but that's a good tip too. Um, another thing I always try to do is I keep my meat the same way. So even if I wrap it, I wrap it and put it back exactly how it was beforehand. Um, okay. Kind of as a reminder as I know where, where everything is on it. Makes sense. Now, did you wrap this one? Uh, I end up, yeah, I did wrap this one. Um, and let's see here. The bark on it wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. Um, but, you know, the wrapping, I just I feel like it gives it a little extra tenderness, which right. I enjoy and you said you foil wrap this, right? Yeah, yep. Still too lazy to get right, on Amazon. Yeah. I order everything else from Amazon. I just haven't got butcher paper yet. Right. Need to put that. Just put it in your shopping cart. You know. <laughs> so next time you order something else, it's just there. I will. That's that's a good idea. Or I'll get the little reminder of, hey, you have this item in your cart. Do you want to yeah. your order? Get off your ass and click send. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then another thing, you know, with, with the bark is, it's it's hard for me to get a lot of bark on. Um, on my briskets because my my kids i keep my rubs kind of simple i just stick to the meat church ones which are okay which aren't overly peppery basically they're not overly spiced which really gives you that good bark um just because they're kids they like the meat a little bit plainer if you plainer will. yeah so so they can ketchupize it right exactly well ketchup <laughs> barbecue sauce it as you would say oh, okay so uh, that heinz special <laughs> It's basically what is isn't there like a Heinz forty seven sauce that's not ketchup? Well, Heinz forty seven means there's Heinz has forty seven different sauces. What's that's like, what the forty seven means. Well, no, I thought there was like yeah, there's like a red sauce that yeah, there is a red ketchup. sauce. There's, okay, yeah, so they, they have like sauce. they have like a chili sauce. They they, they have all kinds of sauces. There's okay. forty seven. That's why it's forty seven varieties. They have forty seven different sauces that you can buy. Still nowadays, yeah, yeah to this day, yeah, that's and it just happens that. The ketchup is far and away their most popular. And Heinz ketchup is by far the best. Oh, by far. The Heinz by 47 far. is pretty good, though. Is yeah, it? you're you're right. It's pretty good. I've yeah, had it. got a little tang to it. It's not as good as uh, Big John's uh, red sauce, but it's pretty close. Okay. I'll just, I'll just check it out and try it if I can find that Meyer. Sure yeah, it's just, it. it's just tangy. Okay. Yeah. That'd be good. Um, yeah, so I did that brisket, uh, which turned out great. Uh, let's see what else. I just did a, a pork shoulder for New Year's Eve last night. Um, that turned out excellent i smoked that for 16 and a half hours so was that just for the four of you oh uh, that was just for the four of us it was what the pound. fuck are you doing with all this meat right oh uh, so I, I said that last night too i did it's an it was an eight pound pork shoulder got it for 99 cents a pound at meyer right because we've talked about it before meyer pork prices are amazing yeah, yeah i'll like, say oh they're great yeah yeah, yeah eight pounds too. of meat for eight right. bucks. like come you can't on. beat that no, you can't what happens that. when you get a pork processing plant right down the road so <laughs> and i just looked today i think their ribs are buy one get one free or i looked oh, yesterday geez. So, okay. yeah, I would give you some ribs probably this week. But anyway. Yeah, that'll probably be my project next week, and then if that's the case. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I smoked that for 16 and a half hours, and we're eating it. And I'm looking at how much we, we got out of the, the the pan, and I'm like, we had a lot of damn leftovers. Right. And normally I give them uh, a lot of them to one of my neighbors, but with the holidays and they've been busy and stuff, I, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to bug them. I'm just going to keep all this stuff. So we got we got pork for the next few days, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, quote unquote few right <laughs> yes i mean i'm just i was looking in my fridge today and i'm just it's full of leftovers from all the food i've made man it's just like i i hate throwing food away yeah. you know um so yeah we've been eating leftovers the last couple of days just because i've cooked so much like leading into new year's i cooked like monday through wednesday so that i could kind of just 
take it easy on the weekend here, <laughs> and we just have had fucking food coming out our ears. I yeah, luckily Trish has been off, so she's been eating a lot of the leftovers. Oh, That's okay. Good. I uh, I mean, there's some meat though that I absolutely love. The next day, like pulled pork. I oh yeah. What I'll do is I'll put it cold, just on a plate, and put barbecue sauce on and eat it with a fork. Just nice. It's just that that congealed like softness. It's the same thing with um, like a, like a chuck roast or, or you know a roast in the crock pot. The next sure. day you get all that just congealed fat and all. Oh, man, it's just so tender, so good. Yeah, it's good stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So I kind of you know ended the year with some some stuff I'm pretty confident with making and and kind of have my recipes down. Uh, the next thing I'm going to do though is to start the year will be uh, be a pastrami. So tomorrow I'm going to brine it. I decided. Um, okay. And that'll take about five days. So I don't think you can see it here. Mid midweek, yeah. Say, <laughs> next week it'll be ready to go. Yeah, next week it will be. I don't think I'll have it done by our next show. Or no, I will because we're you we're will. Yeah, yeah, every other week. Gonna, every other week, yeah, you'll yeah. be fine. So hopefully, I'll have some good news to report on the pastrami side. Of things. All right. So does well, that want, mean you're I cooking want... it Thursday and you're bringing it over to the dojo on Friday? That's what I said. I want leftovers, baby. Uh, that timeline works out perfect. So yes, yeah, it, it does. And I have a good feeling that three out of the four people in my family. And two out of the four will not be eating pastrami, so I'll have they're not going to love it. Okay, yeah. yeah. J- Jameson will eat it because it's meat. He loves it. Okay, all right, uh, but or he'll, he'll he will love it. I should say, but yeah. So all right, that, that'll be my goal. His next Friday, have pastrami for you guys. So. I love it. Yeah, be uh, picking up some rye bread. No, no, so get that swirled rye, man. All right. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's what I got for the cooking side of things. Uh, hobby side of things, I've been super busy. Um, again, not 40k or AOS related. That's kind of been my trend lately. Uh, I was fortunate enough to get a game in with you midweek of uh, this week, or yeah, this week. Uh, yep. Yeah. So yeah, we got fun. a game in. Got slaughtered. Uh, OBR played some IDK and did not go well for the Bone Daddies. So fun though. I had a I had a good time. I had a very um, good time. Yeah, I had a really good time. It was uh, an interesting game in that you know kind of the first time with the new Deepkin stuff. Uh, so it was new to me, and you were trying kind of a new bone reapers idea going on there so you know there was a lot of newness going on which i, I still think the idea will work when you're not playing a fast army <laughs> okay. I, I could see that you yeah, know what I mean? <laughs> right i was just able to throw all of my strength against a third of your strength yeah and yeah. then just kind of bully you over there um i'll tell you what though i, I love the leviathan uh, huge fan of the turtle that thing was so awesome yeah that, that guy was very very good he was super good, and I mean, and he actually felt like what I, th- I think a monster should feel like in the game, right? You know, and there's just not very many of those monstrous creatures where I really feel that. Yeah, I think actually, they're going in the right direction, though. They're starting to make it so they tear it half and stuff. Right? So. Yeah, that, yeah, that's I agree. A huge difference, right there. Yeah, and, and I guess like the new the new big giants are kind of the same thing, right? You know, they actually feel like they have some durability. They can do some damage. You know, they they feel like they should be worth you know, 300 plus points. Yeah. Yeah. I hope they continue that trend. Yeah, me too. Uh, but then I also got a game in with, uh, with Jeremy with some Marvel crisis protocol. We actually got about five games. Yeah. In. I was going to say games, plural, <laughs> <laughs> which was, which was awesome. The, the timeline of that game for, for getting a bunch of games in, in the afternoon is, is really doable, which was nice. Um, and then so I, after you guys kind of have the rules down a bit now, so what's it take you guys to roll through a game? Uh, I, I say if we weren't dicking around a little bit too, it's probably close, just a little bit over an hour. Um, okay. But it was taking, like, we got five games in in what, like eight hours? So it was like an hour and a half of games. 
all right, not bad. And that was, you know, with having some beers and having some food and stuff. So, yeah, sure. You know, you, you could easily, I think, get a game in an hour, hour and 15 minutes once you have the rules down. Yeah, that okay. sounds, sounds about right. Yeah. Cool. So, and with, with that, uh, I've been putting a lot of Crisis Protocol stuff together. Um, same thing with Legion. I'm getting my box sets of Legion up. So, hopefully, we can play the tutorial game for Legion here soon. Um, and yeah, and I've been organizing a lot of my Legion and Armada and Crisis Protocol stuff because it's all cards. So, kind of organize my cards and, and different character sheets and shit like that. So, nothing uh, nothing too crazy on the building side. Just kind of organizing and getting some new games in. Or more games in with these new games. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy, what's cooking, big guy? Uh, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> so, Christmas Eve, I actually made a prime rib uh, roast. Looked awesome. awesome. How yeah. was it? Oh, it turned out perfect. <laughs> so uh, probably, probably the best prime rib I've ever had in my life. So. Oh, that's great. That's good to hear. Yeah. How, long, how long did you smoke that for? <laughs> um, oh, God, not, it's been almost a week now. Uh, I started it at 1, okay. and we were eating by 5, 5.30. Okay. So, so it wasn't too bad, but I, yeah, it was, a, it was a small roast. It was only like four pounds. So so how much did that cost you, JT? It was only 23 bucks. Oh, that's not bad. It was I thought on sale. It was super it was, expensive. It was on sale at Meyer. So okay. It was five, I think it was five ninety nine a pound or something like that. Okay. Oh, oh that's a steal. Why, yeah. why did I think prime ribs were super expensive? I mean, they can be if you get, you know, up to, you know, the higher poundage, like the, obviously. Because okay. you're paying by the pound, but yeah, they right. had they had roasts in there where they were close to 100 bucks. Okay, all right. But with it being just me and Trisha, and you know, sure. we don't yeah, a whole lot yeah. of meat. Why um, would you need yeah a 20 pound roast? Yeah, so no, it was actually it was perfect perfect size because then I actually uh, um, her friend flew in for Florida, so I actually diced it up Sunday night uh-huh. and put it in a cast iron grill or a cast iron pan with uh, onions and green peppers and made uh, steak sandwiches. Oh, sounds delicious. So, yeah, that turned out even even better, I think. So it was super oh, yeah. delicious, yeah. Bought some French bread at the bakery and cut it up and buttered it up, threw it in the oven, got it all crispy, and fucking threw some provolone cheese on and the meat. Throw some mushrooms on there? No, I, I, I don't eat mushrooms, but Trisha, Trisha was at this point, I forgot. Yeah. And then, and then her friend. And, was, as she should be. And then her friend was super picky, didn't want green peppers. So I had to uh, cook the onions by themselves and separate those out. Yeah, it just turned into a big pain in the ass, but. <laughs> at the end of, end of the day it was totally worth it because it was it was delicious so uh, how could it not be yeah, yeah. it sounds great <clears throat> yeah it says it tasted great yeah that good smoky flavor it was tender right. it just melted in your mouth though it was, it was, it was great sucks that sucks they don't have those out in the out in the store a year round you usually don't right. see them around christmas time because i'd probably do another one in a couple months but well you could to, just go up to, to the try, butcher i was gonna and... say probably track one down or something yeah so. it wouldn't be hard to do at all and you could pick them up at costco <laughs> anytime yeah. They always have prime rib out there, but I've never seen it for that cheap. Yeah, I was going to say, it's probably you're going to be paying for because it it's usually on sale on Christmas. So. Yeah. But yeah, so that turned out perfect. Um, Then last night I made, uh, or I guess I started it two nights ago, I made uh, um, a pork shoulder like Ryan did for New Year's Eve. Uh, we went to my sister-in-law's house. Uh, so I just like, yeah, I'll bring I'll bring the meat so we can all eat and it'll be easy. Um, right. Yeah, I started at ten o'clock Wednesday night and pulled it off about three o'clock. Oh, the following awesome! Day. Nice. So, so did you have a cooler and stuff for transport? <laughs> yep, yep. Threw it, wrapped it, put it in towels, threw it in the cooler. Uh, so when I got to her sister's mom's house at like six thirty, seven o'clock, I pulled it out of the cooler and it was still hot to touch. Awesome. So, so uh, did they like it? Yeah, yeah. It went over really well. Um, they actually, I left it there. Um, her other sister came out too, 
and her boyfriend didn't get a chance to eat because he was busy with the baby all night and just forgot and didn't eat anything. So he's, she was like, hey, do you mind if we take some of this home? I'm like, yeah, take whatever you want because I'm leaving it anyways. I'm not taking any of it home. Yeah, cause, right. Because uh, we, you have plenty of meat. Oh, yeah, we're going to get to the next thing I'm, I'm making right now. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I was like, I'm not taking it home. So, yeah, she uh, grabbed a Ziploc bag and took half of it. So she obviously oh, nice. she obviously liked it a lot. So. Good. Yeah, so perfect. And then Trisha made her veggie dip, which is pretty good too. So she asked if she could take that home too. So Oh geez, okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that went over well. Uh that was really good. Uh had a nice spark. So I used uh that brown sugar rub that I bought and oh, I yeah. mi- and I mixed it with the honey hog. Nice. So I had this yeah, nice little like sweet awesome. With a little, with a it. tiny bit of zip in there too. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it was perfect. It tasted yeah. great. So sounds sounds awesome. <laughs> yep, turned out great. Um, and then I had Ryan pick me up a brisket from Costco. Um, so I was like, hey, pick me up the smallest one you can find. And, of course, the smallest one you could find was fucking 18 pounds. Literally, they had one brisket there. They had like, Are you serious? 18 like, pounds? Yeah. There was like six or seven Jeez. flats, and they had one full brisket. And this was New Year's Eve. Uh, the only one, 18 pounds. <laughs> yeah. So he's wow. like, he's like, they have this seven-pound flat, yeah. for, and it was like, Thirty six dollars, yeah, and this was fifty four dollars. I'm like, right? You might as well spend want, the extra eighteen bucks. Yeah, I'm trying to get the whole three experience. times the weight. Yeah, I'm trying to get the whole experience of making the brisket. I just didn't want right. to make, make the flat. I wanted to do the whole thing. Yeah. So I was like, whatever. We'll figure out something. Well, uh, so as long as it doesn't turn out shitty, you guys are welcome to come over tomorrow and get some brisket. Awesome. <laughs> or I think if you you could freeze it pretty darn well. I think. After yeah. yeah. It, it's really, really. Or it holds really well. Um, freezing it after you cook it. Yeah. Yeah. So we probably do that. Um, or I'm thinking about actually cutting the flat off and making burn ends out of it too. Oh, that's a cool idea. So I might, I might, I'm not doing anything tomorrow, so that might happen. So, all right. Sounds delicious. Just let it rest for a couple hours and pull it off, cut the flat off and, you know, get it all ready to make burn ends, throw it back on the, on the smoker. So, right. And Jeff, they sold the two ninety nine price at Casco for brisket. That's awesome. I might have to grab another one next time I'm out there. I'll probably be out there this week. Because that's just too good of a price not to jump on that. I think I've yeah. gotten two of them, no, three of them, because I bought one for my, my neighbor, too. Three of them now for the two ninety nine price. And every time I, I check out, the cashier always goes, man, that's really good price on brisket. <laughs> like, yeah, you guys have had that running now for like three weeks. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's a that's just a freaking steal, man. Yeah, and you don't realize how big that 18 pounds is until you see it in person, because that picture didn't look like it. <laughs> and I go to pick it up, and I'm like, I threw it over my shoulder. I'm yeah, like, what when, the fuck? When you threw it over your shoulder, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a big piece of meat. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a small child right there. Oh, yeah, I felt like I was carrying a baby out to the freaking smoker right. tonight. Yeah, yeah, Trisha, so I turned it all up, and she was sleeping on the couch, and she got up, and because I asked her to help me carry, because the stairs are kind of icy. So I got to the bottom of the stairs and had her hand it, hand it to me. But she goes out in the kitchen and she's like, whoa, that's a lot. That's a lot of meat. <laughs> that's I was what, like, that's yeah. what she said. Yeah. I, and I was like, yeah, you haven't even seen the fat that I cut off of it. I probably cut three or four pounds of fat off of it. Oh, I bet so. you did. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> but yeah, so I've got I actually just started that uh, right before we started doing this. So awesome um i'm just gonna let it ride at 180 all night and see where it's at in the morning so sweet man you'll be you'll be right on cue man uh yeah nothing to worry about there yeah i didn't want to start it too late because i don't want to eat too late tomorrow so figure out yeah that's a big ass brisket too you're probably smart starting it now yeah so figured i want to eat 
at a decent time. I don't want to eat at like eight o'clock tomorrow night. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Don't blame you. Yeah. So we'll see where it's at in the morning and I'm going to try to not wrap it because I want a good bark on it, but we'll yeah. see. Cool. Well, that sounds like a fun experiment. Let's yeah. So you guys don't have it. Like if you're not making it for a party, like you can, you have that luxury of saying, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to let it ride. Yep. When it happens, it happens. Yeah, for sure. So, but yeah, I was, that's why I was worried about that pork shoulder that I did. Cause I actually woke up Thursday morning or yeah, Thursday morning. Um, so I had to work that day. So I, my wife was taking care of like keeping an eye on it and make sure I don't run out of pellets and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was at freaking 171 when I woke up. Well, it was at 160 when I woke up at five yeah, to the check pellets. Like 5 a.m. Yeah, and it hit like 170 at like seven o'clock in the morning just before I was leaving. I was like, man, this is a little, a little more higher in temperature than I expected it to be at this time in the morning. Way I was, higher. I was kind of thinking about like 150. I'd hit the stall about eight, nine o'clock, and yeah, yeah. So I actually just let it ride at 180 the whole time. Cool. <laughs> and then it that finished perfect time. I had wife turn it on to uh, 225 because it was sitting at like 197 for the longest time. I was like, well, I'm going to be home soon. Go ahead and crank it up a little bit so I can pull it when I get out. Sure. And as soon as I got home, I put the probe in it. It slid in like butter. I'm like, all right, we're good. We're golden. So awesome. she was all worried about she was all worried about taking it off the, the grill. So she's afraid <laughs> she's going to drop it on the ground. Oh, so, OK. So perfect timing. So I could take care of it for her so she didn't have to worry about it. So. But yeah, so yeah, excited to eat some, some brisket tomorrow. So I'm hoping it turns out good. So I'm it sure looks good so great. far. So, um, but yeah, that's what I got going cooking wise. Uh, keeping busy there. Um, Sweet. But yeah, I'll probably do ribs again next weekend if you said they're on sale. I might pick some up on Sunday. So, um, but yeah, hobby wise side, um, I've just been busy too. Putting actually not not Warhammer related, unfortunately. Uh, putting a lot of uh, or printing a lot of terrain off for. Uh, crisis protocol and legion um finally Sweet. got finally got so the do- printer dialed in except for had issues i bought this other filament and i don't think they wrapped it right on the the whatever it is the the roller the, thing the steel okay so it kept oh, catching like- it kept catching and oh, breaking i hate that yeah so i was yeah, like i got twi- twisted up in there and- yeah or something so i was i yeah. did it to like two prints in a row i'm like you know what fuck it so I just boxed it up and I got an all out and I haven't had any issues with that. Great. So. I've had that happen once or twice where, yeah, it just kind of got twisted on the spool <laughs> and it just gets caught. And then, yeah. Yeah, but it just it snaps just, and it's, it, bu- it's it binds tough. up. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a good engineering way to, to have that plastic. I mean, I don't know how else they're going to be able to yeah, do it. Yeah, I don't it. know how else you're going to do it either. <laughs> yeah. But. but yeah, normally they're supposed to be good. You know, hopefully it's only like one in every. 50 spools or something. <laughs> I've only had it happen to me on one spool. Okay. So, and I've gone through way more than 50 spools. So, yeah. So hopefully you won't have that problem, you know, too often. Yeah. So, yeah, so. did you uh, add the brim to your, your prints? Uh, yeah. Um, so did that fit, fix your problem? Yeah. I think what it, the issue was is it's next to the window and I think the window's drafty. Okay. So I moved the dresser over a little bit and moved the printer over and bumped the temperature up five degrees as well. Okay. And I haven't. It's been pretty good so far. Okay, but did you so, add the brim though? Also, yeah. Okay. So that seems to. I, good. I haven't had. So I had one issue where I finally figured out that maybe it was the window doing it, uh, with like a roof on one of the houses. Uh, but yeah, I have done like six or seven since then, and I haven't okay. had any more lift up. So all right, that, that's great. Cool. <clears throat> I think it might have been a little bit of leveling issues too. So I got that all figured out too. I think so. Okay. Very cool. I wish, uh, wish more of them had the uh, self-leveling. The little knobs are kind of a pain in the ass. So. 
Well, you, that's part of why you, what you pay for when you get the more expensive printers. Yeah, for sure. That'll be uh, yeah. the next one I buy. I'll probably right. have that. It's, yeah, it's when you it's a pain your, in the butt. When you get it a is. resin printer. Uh, I don't know. They're still on sale, and I keep looking at them. Our they troopers, just seem, buddy. You they seem really. Oh, I know. I've already looked. They just seem super messy, and I don't know. We'll see. They're on sale for another like six days. I, I don't get all the flash that comes on the resin. Like it's it, it's insane how much. Yeah, it, out over those. it's because they need, they need the supports is why. Yeah, because the direction that it prints. Um, I'm actually going over to Eric Sampson's tomorrow and picking his up. Oh, you're taking this or getting this from him? Yeah, he's you not going to let me know it. how smelly and stuff it is. Yeah, I've, I was. Uh, my friend Chris came over this week and we were talking pretty in depth about it because he's got one. And he mentioned to me that there's like a uh, kind of a processing kit that you can buy uh, also with it. And it runs about 200 bucks, but Eric already has that too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I'm I'm taking that as well. And so you, you like put them, put the kit in this processing kit and it like does a alcohol bath to it. And then it like, pivots it through the uv lights and all this stuff yeah you could buy one so, from photon too um right like yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, a, yeah it's a hundred bucks it's on sale right now too okay so my friend chris said that if you're gonna do it that getting that is pretty much a must yeah because uh, i watched him not doing it with it and it looked like a huge pain in the ass correct that's exactly what he said but you still yeah, have to cure it too after you're yeah, done okay. yeah and this machine what, just does it for you basically right Right, and it, it makes it a lot less messy and a lot more controlled and that kind of thing because uh, you have to do it anyway regardless. So whether you uh, spend the money for the kit to make it easy and neat or you just do it the maybe a slightly cheaper but sloppy way, um, it's got to happen. Okay. Uh, but he said that by getting the, the processing kit, it's just it made it, it took it from being a pain in the ass to being something that was, you know, very reasonable to work with. Okay, because I thought about doing it in the basement, but then I don't know. You have to let me know how it is. Well, yeah, you I'll let you know. Like fumes and stuff from the resin. The alcohol. Okay. So the alcohol is pretty smelly, um, and then the resin is smellier than what a standard, you know, PLA, FDM printer would be. Okay. Um, but I don't know how bad. I'll let you know. I mean, like I said, I, I'm, I'll put it up in the in the game room there anyway, where we don't go until it's game time. Because it's, um, it's two hundred bucks to get what I want, so okay. I don't know. I'm I'm still thinking about it. And I said, yeah, they keep extending the sale, so they keep giving me more time All to right. think about it. <laughs> well, the sale would just end, and be like, oh darn, I missed the sale. I guess yeah. maybe, maybe next maybe time, next right? year. Right. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm really interested, like I mentioned before, to to play with it just for bases, if nothing else. Yeah. Because I think I'll get my money back easily just just with the base work. Yeah, I didn't ever even thought about doing bases. I was like. When would I want to really print models? But bases would be awesome, right? Yeah, bases would be awesome. They have a lot of Star Wars shit out there too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They have a lot. Of, oh Jesus. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of options with things to print. You know, all the yeah. way around. Yeah, and when the new uh, old world game comes out, you can print off all those Bretonian models and play with them. <laughs> you know what? I might, I might back that just to have the models because they look so fucking awesome. Well, yeah, and then 20, we can then you can play the new old world game. Bucks? It's forty bucks. Forty yeah. bucks for the whole range. I, I mean, do it. Just do it. I, no shit, because they look—they're oh, so cool. Yeah, they were pretty cool, but there's no game to play them with right now I, I, that we that we play. Use them as alternate deepkin. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I suppose. What's, yeah, whatever. Uh, what's the progress with the OBR project, Jeremy? Uh, so I'm going to work on it this weekend. Nice. Uh, for sure. Um, I was going to do it today, but... Yeah, I, you, I you, you've missed your last two deadlines that you <laughs> yeah, out here. I know, but I keep getting busy. Well, it's Ryan's fault. He keeps getting me into <laughs> other shit, so... Blame Josh. Don't blame me. Okay, yeah, I blame Josh mostly, so... But yeah, every time I, you know, go to work on it, he's like, oh, well, let's uh, get into this, and so then I feel like I got to build this stuff to, to play, and yeah, it's it's a never-ending cycle. Peer mm-hmm. pressure, it's a bitch. So, yeah, it's big time. But I'm sure Dana AFK loves it, because that's where I buy most of this crap from. <laughs> I even went in there, and I was like, I need to quit hanging out with Ryan. Yeah. Oh, when we went there together, and then next thing you know, a couple hundred bucks later. Yeah, for sure suckers yeah but whatever um yeah so yeah that's uh that's in the plan for this weekend because uh, like i said i have nothing going on so i'm gonna try to knock out what i have mostly finished because uh a good chunk of it it's actually like 80 percent done good cool so. hey i gotta step away real quick i'll be right back you guys keep talking all right but yeah so um just knocking that stuff out um i'm actually really looking forward to working on some of my own stuff <laughs> For which system? Ah, uh, good question. Um, <laughs> actually, I really want to paint the Spider Friends stuff for uh, Marvel. Okay. Um, then I want to start working on the the Legion stuff just because. What uh? If you I keep seeing everybody how, painting. What's how, that? How do you want to do your clone troopers? Uh, I don't know. Um, obviously I'm gonna paint them white, yeah. but I think I'm gonna do like the blue accents because I think that looks the coolest. I really really like the blue accents. Yeah, so I'm probably gonna go that direction with them. Okay. Cool. No, and then, of course, I've been looking at other stuff, too. Um, I almost... It's in my cart on Amazon right now, but I, the the uh, original the box set for Legion. <laughs> Just because I want, I want a Vader model, and the Stormtroopers that Josh has put together look sweet, and the they bikers the awesome. bikers just sold me because the bikers look freaking amazing. Well, so. again, I mean, like, this, this sounds stupid, but I, I keep checking Legion stuff on Amazon every day, and I don't know why. This is so different than 40K or Sigmar. I have all the droid stuff. I mean, it took freaking two shopping trips and like okay this is everything they have so i, I know that we're gonna end up getting into all four factions or you know you're at least gonna play probably the, the second faction that came in your box set oh i'm definitely but yeah i'm gonna play droids but yeah. everything's sold out right now so i didn't look out like you so well i i looked at well i think i was the first one going to these stores like like dan had a, a box of the vx commandos so i picked those up yep. um yeah, so I had stop. So he had stop bikes too, or whatever yes, they're called. Yep, I got I got one from him and one from uh, Summit. Um, I think B uh, two Battle Droids they got restocked, but they were out or they weren't in stock when I was first looking. And then Evo had one of them. So like all these stores have had you know one box of this rare shit. So I was able to pick it up and, and got lucky. Yeah, so they're on the in the pipeline. We have to wait till they restock everything. So <laughs> well, I think the Amazon deal is still. <laughs> 80 bucks on prime for the for the set don't don't fall into josh's trap no it is that that's why i almost that's why i bought it or going to buy it it'll probably happen for the end of the night so excellent yeah but um yeah as far as uh sigmar stuff uh since we'll try to get this more warhammer related again um i'm looking to get the giants started uh here pretty soon after cool. I finish your stuff. right after ryan stuff's done uh, well, right after Ryan's stuff's done, I've got uh, some works that Jacob dropped. Uh, well, I picked oh, them up, so i got to do okay. those real quick. Uh, it's just five brutes and basin his mega boss for him. Uh, so I just got to knock those out real quick. But then then I'll probably start 
working on the Giants in between uh, Ryan's 40K stuff he wants me to paint. So Now, I, know, right. I know that you got uh, one more <laughs> little giant. Are you still – Two little giants short, or how many? No, I'm one. I'm one. I'm one little giant short of the list that I've been running. Um, okay. But I'm gonna. As some guy on Facebook was selling uh, his giant stuff, and he was willing to split, so I was just gonna pick up one more from him because he's in Michigan. But uh-huh. I was like, you know what? I, I'm gonna want nine little ones eventually, so yeah. I'm just gonna wait for him to restock and okay. pick, pick, a, pick, pick up a two pack. Yeah, so that'll give me my nine. So um, I'm in no real hurry. So right. I might as well just wait and, and get them both because he was selling them for like 50 bucks. So with the little one that I bought plus the one that I'd buy from him, it would have came out to be what we usually pay for him. So, okay. Uh, so I was like, yeah, that, you know, that'll work. But then I was like, well, you know what? You know, I'm just going to wait for the box to get restocked. Yeah, it makes so, sense. And they'll be restocked at some point soon, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. So after, hopefully, after New Year, they get, you know, back to where they need to be or whatever they need to do. So, um, plus I'm still waiting for other stuff too, that I need to pay for when it comes in, I think. So I think I got, uh, daughters of Cain stuff still coming in at some point. Yeah. That sounds right. So, yeah. Some Medusa. Yeah. I think I got another box of snakes and another, right. in, the, in the start collecting box still. So, Oh, that didn't come in either. Huh? Yeah. No. Good point. So, yeah. So I'm waiting on that stuff too. And then it's not like I'm, I'm shy for projects. I've got my troll. I got my, tr- I got my trolls because right. I bought that gloom spike, like, uh, gloom skit, gloom spike gets box. There we go. I can talk tonight. Uh, so I bought the, that battle force that came out for Christmas. I picked that up. So I've got, right. I've got trolls that I haven't even put together, like river trolls that I bought. Shit, fuck, forever ago, forever ago, probably almost a year and a half ago. Now that are still in the box. So, um, I got to put those together, and then I got the stone trolls and all that stuff in that new box. So. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm not hurting for projects, obviously. So, right. But yeah, that's what I got going on now that Jeff's back. We'll go ahead and pass it on to him. Well, let's see here. Since we've podcasted last, I have done a brisket. I did a brisket for when uh, CK came out, or was that before we podcasted last? I think it was after. Yeah, it was, was it after. after? Then it okay. Was Christmas after. Then. I think you said something on the podcast about coming out. Right. Yeah. So I did that. I thought that turned out pretty well. You guys sampled some of that. Uh, I was happy with that. And then haven't done much else on the grill up until last night. And uh, we had some friends over for Christmas Eve. Um, and so I whipped up some uh, New little. Year's Eve. Or did I say Christmas Eve? Yeah, New yeah. Year's Eve. Sorry, New Year's Eve. And I did some uh, of the little Smokies, those little miniature oh, yeah. hot dogs, and I wrapped them in a thick bacon and threw them on the smoker, and they came out delicious. They're very good. Sugar on there too. You know, I didn't. Um, one of <laughs> our friends that was over didn't enjoy uh, her bacon sweetened. Oh my! So God. I I just let it ride. It didn't bother <laughs> no. me. Yeah, whatever, dude. It doesn't make a difference to me. It's still bacon. That's fair. Yeah, still bacon. And, uh, you know, I really need to, though, to stop wrapping things with the extra thick bacon, which I love the extra thick bacon. <laughs> yeah. But once you wrap it in some, it just takes for freaking ever. That, I was, that was on the trigger for almost an hour Yeah. before that was ready to pull. Now, granted, it was worth it at the end because it tasted great. But that thick bacon, once you like wrap it on itself, you know, because it's like about you know two three layers thick after you wrap up that little oh, yeah. smoky. Yeah. I mean, that's 
you know, that's a pretty thick cut of bacon there, you know, to get the heat to the inside, you know, inside edges of that. And it just took a long time. It was good, but it just took forever. Wow, that's a good little tasty uh, snack on the Traeger, though. Yeah, it was good. It was good. And then for Christmas Eve, or for Christmas Day, I whipped up some uh, shepherd's pie, which came out excellent. Okay. I uh, didn't do it on the Traeger, but it was delicious. Why didn't you? Because <laughs> the recipe I had told me to put it in the oven, so I just followed instructions. No, you could just put it in the Traeger instead yeah, of putting yeah, it in the oven. Same, you're right. I could have. <laughs> I totally could have. I just... Just did what I was told. Sometimes Got a I, nice smoky finish on those mashed potatoes, getting them all right. crispy. Oh, great. It, it, it could have been great, yeah. And I guess that's something to try next time. Absolutely. As far as the hobby desk, I've been busy as shit, man. I've been uh, throwing together my deepkin. I was in a rush to get them done uh, by early this week because Ryan was coming over to play games. So I burned the midnight oil to get those finished. Got a game in with them. It was fun. And then after that, I've been working on another table's worth of terrain for the Michigan GT. I'm trying to stay ahead of the game there and trying to get some stuff done, kind of get ahead of the curve. Because I think there's going to be a lot to work, a lot of work to get done before the event this year. And so I'm working on a kind of a goblin underworld type table. And it's been a lot of fun. A lot of fungus and stuff, caves and that kind of thing. And I'm looking forward to seeing how it's going to look when it's all wrapped up on the table. I got uh, probably, I should be done by the end of next week. Next time we record, I'll, I'll have pictures out probably. Nice. Yeah, the, the pictures you sent to the group, the uh, two pieces, those look really good. Which two did I send? Uh, I don't know. There's it's like, like colorful mushrooms. mushrooms. Or the tree, yeah, yeah. Or the mushrooms, the big <laughs> mushrooms, yeah. Some kind of fucking mushrooms, I don't yeah, know what they were. No, they're, they're, they're kind of like fungus, fungus trees. Okay. You know, they're, they're big like a tree would be. Uh, yeah, they look they, they came out cool. Um, and kind of the whole thing is going to be pretty much in that theme. So, nice. yeah, it'll, it'll look awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Good. Yeah, but that's it for me. I, it's, I've, been doing, I've been doing a lot, but it's not really a lot to really describe, as the pictures will say a thousand words, right? <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so... I think with that, I think we'll call the uh, What's Cooking segment done, and we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Hang in there, and we'll talk about Echoes in the Warp. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Here's our Echoes of the Warp. In the Warp? In the Warp. In the Warp. I just asked. I'm sorry. Uh, I forgot already. Hey, we actually do have some stuff to talk about. Well, score Come on, right. amateur. Talk about this week. Yeah, compare it, I think, to our last two segments of this. Right. Yeah, we got a little New Year's surprise this morning, didn't we? Holy heck, we did. And then did you watch the video I sent to Jeff? Oh, I missed that. I was busy doing other stuff. I didn't watch the video, but I've seen, I saw all the stills. That was okay. So the big news today, um, they released this absolutely amazing 300 Xerxes, I think, inspired, uh, basically walking throne. Like a, like a palanquin, kind of. Yeah. No, it's a chariot, dude. It's got wheels. Oh, a chi- I guess it is a chariot. Two yeah, wheels pulled by right. something. That's right. a chariot, right? That, that, you're right. That's a chariot. Fair enough. Not, slow, but it's a chariot. <laughs> With two just 
bulky, huge Slanesh monsters pulling them. Oh man, it's it's phenomenal looking. It is sweet and it is huge, and there is so much going on in that model, especially when you see the like the side pictures and everything from different angles. Holy! Yeah, God. you thought Catacross was busy, dude. This thing's got right. like times a hundred. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I think there's at least like four different guys in the little chariot portion. There's the two big guys pulling it. The chariot itself is is awesome, and it's got a roof on it. Like it just looks fucking sweet. Right. There's, a, there's a halfling cook on it. That's the best part. That's absolutely amazing. I missed that when I saw the pictures, and then you sent the little screenshot. That's hilarious. Yeah, halflings fall into chaos, man. It's great. <laughs> the, uh, the chick with like the peacock feathers behind her head or yep. whatever is awesome looking too. Yep. Uh, so that's going to be an, an amazing centerpiece model for uh, that new Mortal Slanesh book. Or Scheme Night still, but the Mortal Slanesh stuff in the new book. So that's going to be sweet. Yeah, yeah, big win one, there. That whole big line win. is going to be the best line they've got, I think. Dude, it's it's going to be insane. I mean, everything they because even the even the older demon stuff looks sweet still too. And then yeah. they got the new keeper that came out and Which I the still new think, fiends. Yeah, best models, yep. The new fiends yeah. look great. The, yeah, the armies. All the new stuff on the seekers sound sound absolutely or look absolutely awesome. Yeah, it's it's disgustingly gorgeous. Yeah, the army's going to look incredible on the table. Right, people paint it right. Yeah, it's going to look so good. Uh, and so then in the, there was a video that led up to that model being revealed. Um, looks like there's a new Skatari, like lieutenant type guy. Yeah, which um, I think they've kind of teased from a different angle before. So, okay. Hopefully he's coming soon. Oh, for um, Admac? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then there, there's a knight. So I don't know if it's a big knight or if it's for Titanic. It looks like it's for Titanicus. That's what everybody's saying. That's what I saw online, but I don't really know how you tell that just from the picture because, you know, it can be distorted. Yeah, true. Or there's no, you, you, it was such a, a little sneak peek that you had no. Um, I think people said that it's kind of the the shape of it looks like a, a certain class that would be okay. way bigger than the model looks. Okay, uh, Jeff, there is some Lumineth in there. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, like new Lumineth Calvary. So I don't know if that's gonna be like a Calvary hero already. Already. Yeah. So I guess if you read the battle tome, there's fluff about them. Okay. Uh, so people are saying that those are the models for it. Yeah, there's like a it looks there's a, it's it's clearly Calvary, and then there's like a like kind of the last Airbender S type model floating some rocks. Nah, dude, it's game. Goku from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Nimbus, dude. Uh, I'm not sure about that, but maybe uh, it's totally what it is. Uh, and then there's like I, I've heard it's an ogre, I've heard it's an orc, and I've also heard it's a ghoul. <laughs> But well, there's a guy with an axe that has some clothes on. It, it literally could be any one of those three when you look at it. Yeah, because it's got green skin, so everybody thinks it's an orc. Yep, but then okay. it's got like a beard like an ogre, but then it has like a face and claws like a ghoul. So I think it's a ghoul. I think this is going to go along in their new zombies and vampire army that's going to get released, in my opinion. Nope. All right. It's happening. Well, you haven't even gone to the best model yet. What's the best model? Yet? The oh, fucking the, witch, the, hunter. witch hunter. Witch the vampire hunter. Oh, yeah, again, he looks amazing. And that would... Yet again, strengthen that vampires are coming out for Yeah, they have this model that looks like an old witch hunter from the Empire, Jeff. It's, it's got oh, like, really? four, like four big ass bolts on its belt. Like, oh, it looks fucking sweet. And it's who's carrying, supposed, it's carrying who's a little mace? I don't know. They didn't. Yeah, they didn't do, uh, show the whole model. So who knows if it's even human? Okay. But he's got, he's got like a little warhammer in his hand and stuff. Oh yeah, he's fucking great looking. Yep. Oh, I'm sad I missed this. <laughs> yeah, you have to check it out. You'll, you'll, you'll see it. Uh, all great looking models, though. It, it looks good. Looks so, good. are we thinking that a lot of these are going to be different um, Broken Realms releases? More than likely, right? Uh, if you got heroes, then yeah, yeah, since they're all over the place, you know, you would think that these would be Broken Realm stuff. 
yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I still think a full fledged zombie army is coming out. So I mean, it's just get little teases for what's coming out in the new year. So right, when okay. when this stuff will come out. So like, sure, that's Skatari dude would probably make sense with the oh or no did that forty k um, campaign book already come out with Admech Sisters Space Marines and no, it has not. It, it's been it's been announced, but it has not released. Okay, so I mean, that would make sense. You'd get Skatari model then. Right, that would make sense. You're right. Lumineth would make sense with the with the Marathi book. You know, just getting a hero or whatever. Sure. As well as the Witch Hunter, maybe, and well, the Witch Hunter could coincide with the Vampire release. It could, or it could be forty k. It could it absolutely could be forty k. <laughs> All right. Either way, though, more models. Yeah, so, that's cool. Sounds promising. Yep. Uh, then the I think they confirmed since our last show that uh, Slanesh will be out in February. <laughs> yeah, they they did confirm that. And and who who's who who thought had that prediction? I was pretty close. I think I had March. Oh. I think with JTA was summer. He had like I think twenty twenty two. Yeah, no, it was yeah. it was June. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I know I'm getting pastrami for Ryan's payoff. <laughs> oh, dude, I told you again. You're getting salmon. Oh, I'm getting salmon. Oh, well, fucking cook it up, baby. All right. I got some fish. You can do cod too. Cod, oh, great. Cod, cod and salmon right in the smoker. All right. <laughs> Congratulations, Jeff. Well, thank you very much. You, you can come pick up your payment tomorrow. I'm cooking brisket. <laughs> <laughs> I might just do that. Don't tempt me. I got to go out to pick up. What time is that going to be done? Uh, I don't know. It's brisket. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know when it's getting close to temp. All right. I'll, I'll wait for my te- my text. Uh, yeah. So you got that. They they basically have said, hey, we're chilling out with releases. Hey, we're chilling out with orders until we get our back stuff filled. So I think that's, that's pretty much it for news then, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty much it for news, though. Yeah. I mean, I mean Christmas, yeah, Christmas Day, we got the actual reveal for the models for Slanash 2. Correct. No, yeah, we, we're only, we, haven't, uh, we haven't recorded since they revealed everything. So True. And oh, we're only a few awesome. days away from their date when they're going to start resuming everything, too. Because uh, they're saying you know, January 4th, they're going to start taking oh, their so orders as normal. So, yeah, next week. Okay. So, I don't know how much catching up they got to do over this. I mean, I guess the good thing is, is if a lot of this stuff is being made in China. They don't take Christmas break. <laughs> have, you, have we been getting orders uh, sent still that you already put in? Or, they um, just shut, or do they shut everything down? They kind of shut everything down. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, the, I think the last order that came in was... Gladiators? Yeah, that was the Gladiator. And what was that, the week before Christmas week? Yeah, I guess that was the Friday before Christmas. Right. Yeah, so, you know... It's been a little while, but I we haven't been pushing to get stuff either. Yeah, well, sure. they weren't even taking orders, yeah. right? Oh, uh, yeah, but Jerry did bring up a good point. They actually released or showed all of the Slanesh models on Christmas Day, and they look fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah the, the, the the sleeker or the seeker guys with the bows look just top notch. The yeah, the everything's seeker, so dynamic the looking. Seeker guys with the spears look yeah. top notch. Yep, yeah, everyone's got a lot of like fluid movement and stuff. Right, the models, so. Yeah, and how that book's gonna look and how everything pairs. I really think all these new models <laughs> is their direct challenge to the 3D printing. Oh, it is because you just can't, even with the best 3D printers, you can't do what they're doing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, even other model companies, you know, now that we're getting into other games like Crisis Protocol, those are probably the best models of the group, um, mm-hmm. but they're still not they're still not 40k models. Or, or models. You know, not GW, GW, GW models. level. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's the yeah, one thing yeah. GW has going for it is the models are just leaps and bounds. But granted, they're more expensive too, but they're leaps and right. bounds better than all the other miniatures out there. Sure. Yeah, it's impressive stuff. I can't wait for it to come out. I hope some people around us play it because I can't start this army because I'm not starting any new armies this year. They already have Sinash. I told them this too. Not I mortals, said, though. I said it would count. No. You got some Hell Striders, don't you? Uh, no, I just have the. Yeah, but once the new book comes out, it's going to be all in one book. Yeah, so oh, how does it's it, all how does it now? How does it I not guess, count? I guess I would be, I'd be open to that. If they had everything in the book, I, I, I qualify to play that then. I don't see how they wouldn't have anything in the book. It's the same name. Jeremy, he's waiting to see the rules before he commits, okay? Oh, absolutely. They're going to be cheesy as fuck. They're brand new fucking slash, and they were already broken. <laughs> so how could they not be broken again? Oh, Can't wait. Got to push those new models. Jeff only plays broken shit, so. I only play broken stuff. It's me. You caught me. <laughs> I, I will say it was very reminiscent, reminiscent to fucking 2017, 2018 when we played earlier this week. Yeah. Did you have eel, eel nightmares again? Oh, yeah, dude. It's the dumbest thing in the world. Coming off the, the fucking edge and just going where they want to go and just wrecking shit. Like, oh, that yeah, list was... I did this two years ago. This was fun. That <laughs> list was devastating, man. It was. Yeah, it's a good list. It was brutal. Can't wait to play it with my trolls and giants and goblins. Yeah, well, <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> At least you'll get your workout in picking your models up off the table. There you go. Until I start crushing you and you get sad. <laughs> Can't wait. I dare you. <laughs> All right, boys. You ready to go to the next segment? Yeah, let's do the next segment. Hang on there. We'll be right back. Hello, everybody, and we are back. Uh, this episode, we are going to talk about our hobby resolutions and what we plan to do in the new year and kind of take a reflection back on last year to see if we reached our goals, if we had any, or talk about some of our favorite highlights of the year, um, even though, you know, it was a year of, of disappointments and not being able to go out and do what you want to do and all this crazy pandemic stuff, but we made it through. We're in a new year, and hopefully things will start turning around. Um, let's go ahead and start with one I know that we'll get through quickly here. Uh, Ryan, <laughs> do you have any any resolutions for this year or for uh, what you did last year and that kind of stuff? Uh, yeah, actually, there's a, there's a couple <laughs> things I want to do this year. Um, get another uh, fully painted Sigmar army. Um, right now I have, like, three different death armies that are all painted up um i'd really like to either get my slanesh painted this year or my seraphon painted this year um so that's my goal is get one more are you gonna paint it yourself uh i would like to yeah if it's seraphon, that was gonna be my question jt thanks for jumping in there seraphon yes i'll paint myself uh slanesh looking at the fucking new models coming out nope i'll probably be hiring that one out <laughs> okay because <laughs> i was lot, gonna say a lot you know, of flesh. The the demon range, though, is pretty except you know pretty. Uh, it takes contrast really well. Yeah, the only issue though is the keeper's secrets. Um, the bigger the model, you know, the harder it takes contrast. Right, but there you there wouldn't be any shame in doing most of it yourself, but then farming out like a couple of the key pieces. Yeah, and that's great. Like, I painted up my my health striders uh, for them, and yeah, they look good. Those came out. I forgot you painted those. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know. We'll see. I really enjoy painting the Seraphon. It reminds me a lot of my Tyranids, which I like to paint um, when I when I played them heavily. Uh, so yeah, whether it's Seraphon or Slanesh or maybe even another army, 
I'm looking at you, vampires slash zombies that are going to be coming out soon, I hope. Um, well, and the Seraphon would contrast up super easy. Yeah. Well, I, I did 30 skinks in the contrast, and those things, they, they look great, and they were, those are super quick to do. Um, yeah. Daunting task of, all right, well, I need to paint like 90 more of these. <laughs> right. The honor points worth of shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe just like work a list out that you want to paint to. Yeah. Oh, and that's and, is what you know my, that's always my goal is hey here's my 2000 point list i want to run this is what i need to get painted first but i'm a big fan of having extras so i can switch stuff up well sure but and same thing with with 40k i'd really like to get a fully painted marine army um which jeremy will be painting those because he's already painted the first chunk of it um, yeah you're well on your way there yeah <laughs> uh and then um, crisis protocol uh a big goal for them is i want to paint all my miniatures um which that was super doable you just you bang out one at a time. It takes like a day each. Uh, so that, that's my real serious hobby goal of the year is to get every MCP miniature painted. And right now I own all of them that have been released. So that's like 35. And then there's going to be more releases this year. Okay. That sounds very doable. Yeah. So that, that's my big one that I, that I know is actually achievable. It won't be overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Actually do. Right. And, and for you, any of you out there that are looking to actually do some kind of hobby resolution, you know, <coughs> making your goal achievable is an important part of that aspect. That's goal setting 101, you know, you right. It's like, Hey, you know, an achievable goal is not to be in the NFL. You know, you cannot, you can't, every single person that plays football is not going to be in the NFL, but an achievable goal is to make the team next year and then make JV, then varsity, you know, you can, you can right. have achievable goals and if they're not achievable, you're going to get frustrated and not finish them. Right. The same goes for hobby. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's my big one. Is I want to paint all the MCP characters, get another Stigma army, and, uh, and get my Marines paint up to 40k. Sweet. Yeah. Now, did you have any goals for 2020? Uh, no, I didn't. Just because going into this year, I think it, it was it was a mess at first. You know, and typically my goal at the start of the year is, hey, I want this army for this tournament. You know, so whether that's a Depticon or the right. And then once those fucking things started getting canceled, it kind of took the wind out of the sails of getting shit finished because it's just frustrating that we couldn't do any of them. Because why? Yeah. Exactly. So the year, I mean, you know, Jerry paints some stuff for me, and honestly, that's about all I did in, in 2020. I didn't really hobby much myself. Um, all right. I did paint a few of my, my MCP characters up, uh, and I put some stuff together and put some train together, but I really didn't paint heavily at all in 2020. All right. Well, I hope you achieve your 21 goals, man. Sound like very achievable and actually a lot of fun too. Yeah. Yeah. should be. Uh, what about you, Jeff? I know you're a big hobby goal guy and you had a big Yeah. Uh, yeah. I got kind of on this train about four or five years ago. Um, and I was going to, well, actually it's been even longer than that. You know, from way back in the 40 K flight club days, I was, you know, always one to try to put goals out there. And I've, I've always found too, that, you know, for me, uh, you know, I get a lot of motivation from going out there and telling other people I'm going to do something. Uh-huh. And so it kind of gives me an accountability. If, you know, if I say I'm going to do something, I don't want to look like a fool and actually not carry through with it, you know? So this is something I started quite a while ago. It's just kind of throwing out there what I like to get accomplished for the year and just see where I can take it. Like last, this last year, I gave myself my biggest hobby goal I've ever had. And my goal was to finish 300 models, to paint up 300 models for the year. Okay. 
and I actually hit 320. Awesome. So I, you know, completely finished my goal, which I was awesome. Totally stoked about that being said for this year coming up, I'm going to, I'm going to pare that back a little bit because it was a daunting task to get to 300 models. That was tough. So I'm, I'm dialing it back this year. My goal is to paint 200 models. Okay. And amongst those 200 models, I'd like to paint at least three full tables of terrain okay. included in that in, as part of those 200 models. And then I will also try to finish two armies as part of that 200 models. Okay. I think those are all achievable tasks for you. For me, those are all achievable tasks uh, for sure, especially since a couple of the armies I'm going to be working on have a number of like smaller infantry models, okay. which is kind of a big thing. And also, uh, for the record, anything that's a cavalry <laughs> and that it's going to have a rider and a steed, I will count as, as two models because <laughs> right. I think that's fair. Yeah, I think uh... – I think two two armies a year is pretty much part of the course for you, you know. Yeah, it has been the last yeah the last number of years for sure. It has it has definitely been about two a year. Yeah, I know um, a lot of people try to do like one in a year, but no, I think two a year you can you can definitely do that. Yeah, I've been like last year I I did the uh, Cities of Sigmar, uh, yep. the Hellhart army, and then I did that massive Sisters of Battle army, which yep. is, gosh, that was almost the equivalent of two armies. Yeah, by itself. Yeah, it's almost I mean, four thousand points for sure. Yeah, that was almost four thousand points. So that was that was a huge project. Um, yeah. So those are my my main like modeling goals, and then depending upon COVID, I would also like to get to like two good sized tournaments this year, which that was one of my goals for last year, but I didn't accomplish that, and it wasn't my fault. I think that's going to be a, a hard one for you, especially when it, it you, is. you run the Michigan GT, right? Yeah. So that one's out. <laughs> That one's out, but I might, you know, who knows? I might be able to squeeze something in the summer and something in the fall. Yeah. You know, now that I don't have any kids around, you know, those things are a lot more viable for me. For sure. But then that's exactly it, though. It's going to come down to a timing thing because, you know, a lot of these, these tournaments are kind of in the spring, and I just don't see – well, I mean, DEFCON's already canceled, but I don't see right. any tournaments going on in the early part of this year yet. No, it's not going to happen in the yeah. early part. I think we're looking at summer at best. I don't even yep. see summer at this point because they're going to start booking stuff and getting all the planning done this time about this time. And right now right. it's kind of off in the air. Yeah, it's doing that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm like, I mean, if the Michigan GT were in the summer, I would right now be moving forward like we were going to do it. Yeah. Um, and then I would just have a contingency with the hotel that, you know, if <clears throat> we still have pandemic issues and we have an out clause, that's what that's how I would approach it. Yeah. Right. Like, like being able to run it if we could run it and kind of keep our fingers crossed and hope for the best. So I think it's kind of off topic a little bit, but as far as the tournaments go, I think a big thing to think about too, is like, let's say there's a tournament next month. I don't know if I'd want to go and, and have to wear a mask the whole time. Like that's a, you know, two days of wearing a mask well, two and a half days really while wearing a mask while gaming. Right. And you know, like, I like to drink, I like to hang out, I like to socialize. You yeah. can't really do that. And so it's going to no, be one right. of those, is, is it going to be worth it, especially at an out-of-state tournament when you're literally going there, you're just gaming, there's no socializing, and then you're out? I think a lot of it would depend upon what state you're going to. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. 
but you know what I mean. Let's just say. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, say it's in Michigan, right? Yeah, yeah. but no, like, yeah. like even it's wherever the states are all in level playing field, but you're you're putting a lot of time and effort and travel, and you're not going to get the fullest experience. Of right. Games yeah, games. you're you're right. It's it, yeah that that would be a risk, you know. Um, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm hopeful that by summer that we're pretty back to normal, but. I was hopeful that we'd be pretty back to normal by this time last year. So, you know, absolutely. My estimations on this whole thing have not been accurate to this point, (laughs) but hey, don't worry. Nobody's has. Yeah. Right. But fingers crossed and hopefully uh, things will start happening again. Okay. So with that, I think that covers what I'd like to get done this year. Mr. Tucker, what do you got? Uh, What do I have? So, (laughs) First on my agenda is to finish that OBR army, obviously. Um, if it's not done by this time next year, then something happened. <laughs> you're, you're, you're fired? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, hopefully that'll get done soon so I can actually focus on some new stuff. Uh, personally, I want to at least paint one Sigma army that's mine. Okay, good um, goal. I don't know what yet. Um, I'm not going to count giants because that'll be a separate one. I want to get those done for sure. Um, okay. But I'd like to finish a, another Sigma army that's mine. Well, so you get two done then <laughs> if you were able to pull that off. Yeah, because I don't think the giants are going to take a super long time. Just because no, the, the model count's not high. Yeah, so. they, no, they should go pretty quick. And you should be able to do a very high percentage of those models with the airbrush. Yeah, that's the plan. So, um, so that's what I want to get done for uh, Sigmar. Um, I want to try to get all my crisis protocol stuff painted like Ryan, uh, Ryan's awesome. goal. Um, try to get those knocked out too. Yeah, those should be pretty, that should be a pretty achievable goal. <laughs> now, what did you, have you kept track of what you painted this year? Uh, the only thing I've painted this year is Ryan stuff. I know, but like, like numbers and that kind of thing. Uh, not off the top of my head, but I could figure it out pretty quickly. Oh, okay. Uh, you painted a hundred more tech guard alone. Yeah, yeah, I got a I got a lot of models painted this this year. Um, it wasn't a super motivated hobby year for me because right. there was no you had no events to on. go to, right? Um, but not only that, it was just, it was just a busy year. I bought a house this year, and yeah, um, then you know with everything going on, work and all that kind of stuff, it's just been busy. Um, but yeah, so I had that going on. Um, yeah, it probably probably close to two hundred models. Painting okay. in 2020 with Ryan stuff. I bet you that's right on, right in the ballpark. I think you're you're way over that because you, you painted another 30 Marines for me, just infantry or, uh, units alone. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about the 40k stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I painted a lot. Of, yeah, so all my painting that I did this year was not nothing of mine. Nothing of mine got for painted. Other people, year. okay. Yeah, because I painted some stuff for Jacob too. So yeah, you did. Yeah, I would probably got up to like 250, 275. That's, that's yeah. not a way to reduce your gray plastic pile, though. No, and it's it's grown exponentially. Yeah, it just <laughs> gave them more money to the, buy more gray plastic. And, yeah, well, and, and the unfortunate thing is now I have my own space up here, so it's just going to get worse. So. I was just going to say, that's and that's the great thing about buying a new house is that you have storage. Yeah, yep. and it, I am looking at it right now, and it's just boxes of stuff unopened all over the place. Sweet. And, you know, talking to, to Ryan and Josh, and they're getting me into other games, so that's just even more stuff to put up here. So, yeah. <laughs> it's great. And then now I've got the 3D printer, so now I'm going to have all kinds of terrain all over the place. Yeah. Trisha's mm-hmm. Trish Trish is loving it. 
especially yeah, since you, half of the stuff's downstairs right now because it's cold up here. So right, yeah, you're gonna have to start inventing, uh, investing into some totes and stuff like that, just so you can store that shit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've got terrain. Although she's totally interested in the 3D printing stuff, she's obviously in there like looking at it and checking it out and stuff. And like, That's if it's cool. messed up, she'll like wake me up and be like, "Hey, it all messed up. You might want to get up and check it out." Like, oh, <laughs> cool. Yeah, so she's she's totally amused by it. So that's great. Nice. So that is awesome. We'll, we'll wait till it uh, till it wears off and she starts getting annoyed that it's all over the place. Right. So, so. She'll probably start coming up with some things for you to print off for her too. Yeah, yeah. I know. I keep telling her, hey, if there's something you know you think of that would make right. your life easier, and I can see if it happens. And she didn't want yeah. uh, like a cell phone holder because she's doing like Zoom meetings with doctors and stuff, and she didn't want to hold her oh, phone. Oh, there you go. But, but then she bought one on Amazon. I was like, I could have <laughs> printed that out for you. She's like, I know. I just didn't didn't want to wait. I was like, all right, whatever. So, but yeah, so yeah, I put that idea in her head. So she's cool. She's totally amused by it. So yeah, that's a fun hobby in and of itself, really. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely a hobby. Uh, putting putting some hours into that stupid thing. Right. It takes. Yeah. It's it's not a uh, a plug and play thing by any means. It takes a lot of tweaking. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's a goal of mine as well. Um, I want to get uh, at least a like a decent looking table for uh, Crisis Protocol. Cool. Paint it up. Um, and then I want to get some Legion terrain painted up as well. And I want to finish out. I found some 40K stuff that I want to um, pick up files to finish the table off. Uh, like, they had some cool looking stuff that would look cool on the table that I have. So, uh, nice. so I want to want to print those, that off to get some more line of sight blocking terrain on the, the table that I have. Awesome. Um, and then I also want to look for some, some Sigmar related stuff to finish off the table that I have now. So Good. Yeah, Excellent. so that's uh that's on my my goal list too. So I probably yeah. want to get at least the one army of Sigmar painted plus the giants and then I probably want to get my two at least my 40k and Sigmar table done sometime this year too. Cool. So that's that's my goal. Great goals. Those are some really good goals. I think you'll uh you'll be very happy with yourself if you achieve them. Yeah. So just got to make some time and get my own stuff done. So yeah, I definitely got to get Ryan's stuff so I can Go to the 40K stuff, which will be a more slow pace since he's not super in a hurry to get it, that right. stuff back. Cle- so. clear, clear your slate a little bit and yeah. get get working, huh? Yeah. So. Awesome. Um, and I didn't really have 2020 goals because there was nothing really going on. So it was mostly just uh, painting Ryan well, stuff. Um, yeah. Just trying to get well, that done and <clears throat> trying to fit it into everything else. So, yeah, because I didn't even really work on it the first part of the year because uh, I was busy moving and yeah, getting right. everything going and ryan's like oh that's understandable uh, when when do you think we can get this started and stuff so uh we didn't i didn't start actually until like march or april so makes okay. it even a little more impressive that i got that many models painted yeah you really crank some stuff out but i needed a little break because the year before that i think i painted like four armies <laughs> oh jeez! <laughs> i think i was in the upwards of 400 some models in 2019 that when oh did, that's crazy so. daughters of Cain, and then grats at the end of the year yeah, and I painted like two of the armies in between there too. So, so I painted a lot of stuff for you that year too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah you got my skeletons and uh, yeah. skeleton warriors done. Yeah. So yeah, I crushed it in nineteen. So it was a nice take a little break this year. Well, I can. I think you still qualify as crushing it with what you <laughs> what you did manage to finish. I mean, even though it wasn't as good as the year before, you still accomplished a lot of great stuff. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I'm very hey, don't don't sell yourself short over there very happy with the the end product as well so thank you sir 
Yeah, no problem. Maybe I'll finish here eventually. Start working cool. on Catacross because I know you're uh, itching to even get that guy on the table. You haven't even played with him yet. You've I had that not. army for like a year and a half. Yes, yes. Uh, I am looking forward to trying him out for sure. Uh, Jeff, is there a favorite model that you painted this year? Yeah, yeah, I do have a favorite model. I think my favorite model that I painted would probably be the the um oh shoot now the name is escaping me oh, the man. um the wagon for the uh, age of sigmar with the stars on top of it oh C- celestial hurricaneum hurricaneum that's it thank you yeah the I was, the luminar kept jumping in my head but that was the other version of it yeah the celestial hurricane that model was cool as shit i i really enjoyed planning that thing that was fun i'm surprised you picked no, that's that cool, over that's, the, that's an old model yeah <laughs> yeah, well, the, I mean, like the I triangle think, of Saint Catherine, I thought, is what you're going to go with. That was a fun. That was my my favorite sister's model to paint. Okay, uh, but I think the Hurricaneum is just, I don't know. It was it was just cool and fun. It, okay. it was a neat a neat model. Nice. Um, the the Triumph of Saint Catherine is a cool thematic piece, uh-huh. but it's really just six chicks in robes, you know. <laughs> And the hurricane had a lot more cool stuff going on with like, you know, the stars and planets and stuff swirling overhead yeah. and that kind of thing. It was just kind of a, a cooler model. Um, I also really enjoyed painting the mage on the Griffin. I thought that was a, a fun project as well. I thought that model came out fantastic. I it did come out fantastic and it painted up super fast because yeah. that the Griffin took to the, took to the uh, contrast paints I used on it super well. Awesome. So I was just able to really crank that out, which was fantastic. So, uh, how about you, Ryan? What uh, where did you paint that was your favorite model this year? Uh, small and simple, I, Captain America. Oh, Cap! Oh, yeah, I thought you yeah. were gonna go Hulk. Nope, yeah, I nope. thought Hulk too. Nope, Cap is my my favorite superhero besides Wolverine, um, and he has he had quite a bit of white on him, and I usually hate painting with white, uh, mm-hmm. but the white the the white accents on him were, were super easy to paint. They were really like embossed, so you could do a good job without having any spillover. Um, so even though he's a tiny little guy. Uh, I, I really, really enjoyed painting him. Okay. Yeah. And I thought he turned out very well. And again, I, I think I painted him first and I'm like, you know, I painted Hulk first and then I banged out cap and I'm like, all right, I really enjoy painting these crisis protocol guys. Cause again, it takes like a couple hours. I mean, one night, you right. An entire character and you feel accomplished because they're all one man units, you know? It's yes. Like there's, there's a lot of satisfaction in just yep. cranking a, a project quote unquote project out. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I, that's something to be said for those smaller games. Oh yeah. Um, and I, I, I know you guys are like on like the Marvel and Star Wars kick right now, but there is some talk going around about some Necromunda after the whole COVID stuff is over. So I speaking of small small games with oh no, some people want to play. Oh, some, people I around, gotcha. some people around here want to play. Oh so. dude, the, the last shit they just put out, those guys with like the shields. Yeah. The enforcers, yeah. dude. That's what it's, you want to play, right? Oh, I have uh, a box of them, yeah. The Arbite, so do you already? Yeah, I bought them to use as primary scouts, but they're still in the box. All right. Well, anyway, there's some talk about it, and I am interested in playing it because I used to love the hell out of that game in the early 90s. Well, hey, or you could just get into MCP or Legion with us, one of the two. Well, we'll see. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't love superheroes, man. I'm sorry. I'm going to play Star Wars. Don't. 
Well, anyway. <laughs> Topic for another show. Topic for another show. Exactly. Just hatred for Disney. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not a huge, not a huge Disney fan. I got to be honest. Oh, I forgot you signed the exclusive contract with GW. You can only use Games Workshop products, nothing else. Not. Price is right. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, Jeremy, you got a favorite model this year? Uh, yeah, I'm sitting here thinking about it. Um, I didn't paint any real like centerpiece models or anything this year. Uh, so I'm going to actually actually go with the, uh, three more tech, uh, the catapults. The crawlers. That I painted. Oh, crawlers, those are yeah. cool models, man. Those the are crawlers cool are pretty models. cool models. Yeah. You know, my favorite thing about that project <laughs> is, is that there's the three different shots that you could put in the catapult. And so all of them have a different shot that they're firing. Yeah, I, I did but that for you. I, I know. I know the fact that you did that. I love it. And like, it just, it's so great that, you know, each of them are a little bit unique, even though it's three of the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. They all turned out really good. And it was a fun model to paint. Uh, it had quite a bit going on with the little dudes hanging all over it. And yeah, like the spotter up top and the little birds on it and stuff. Yeah. It was a pretty cool model. Nice. Awesome. So we'll just swing back the other way through then, JT. Do you have a favorite model that GW released this year? Uh, yeah, something me- you something you want to paint the Mega Gargants. I was a big fan when they came out. Those are sweet. They they are really cool. And which version appeals to you the most? What what loadout? The War Stampa. I think he's the coolest one out of all. Which which is which head? Uh, he's the the bald dude with the beard. The bald with the beard. Okay, yeah, that guy is awesome. I um, agree. Although I think the other one's cool just because he's got like cool, uh, like little touches to him. The the uh, Kraken Eater with uh, like the, he's wearing sandals and shit. It's just kind of okay. comical. Not the Gimp Mask guy. <laughs> no, I hate that one. Okay, so. I, I'm not a fan of that one either. But yeah, so I like I like those two, which is obviously the two that I built. So, um, but yeah, he's just got little cool details. He's got the like the little like fucking shark tooth fucking thing around him and. Uh, so he's cool too. So yeah, I'm looking forward to painting both those. I think that was the, my favorite model that they put out this year. Yes, yeah, well, that's a sweet model for sure. Well, uh, what about you, Ryan? What was your favorite GW model? Uh, well, it would be Heavy Intercessors, except for they're not out yet, Phil. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to defer and say the Gladiator Tank. You put one together yet or no? No, not yet. Okay. Um, absolutely, absolutely love that tank, though. I think it's the perfect mix of old school Marine Predator, yeah, I love the old Predator little... model and the new hover version looks yeah, but it's not, sweet. It's not big and goofy looking like the fucking repulsors. Uh, so it's just, it, it, to me, it's a perfect tank for the new primary space marines <laughs> as far as aesthetic wise goes. So yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm a big fan of that model. It's pretty cool. Oh, it's a cool tank for sure. Yeah, looking forward to, to getting those built and especially knowing now. Oh, another thing too, uh, Jeremy, I'm going to tell you this one is the, you can basically leave the back off or not glued on and it turns into an impulsor oh really it's the exact same chassis except for the back's covered and then conversely you can also make it into a, a repulsor with a covered uh back end okay i'm oh, sorry an impulsor yeah kind of cool that's uh, cool jeff you got a favorite model that was released well, i'm trying to remember when things came out <laughs> Oh, I well, what's your favorite? We'll, we'll tell you if it came out this year well, or not. Yeah. I, I'm kind of St. Catherine was a model because it was one of the finalists for uh, the top models this year that people voted. Oh, for. it was okay because I would not pay, have picked that one. Yep. No, I can't um, believe what won actually. 
Actually, I'm not surprised. It's, it's super cool. cool. It's yeah, super cool. I don't know. I, he's kind of goofy looking to me. But. Yeah. Um. You know, it's if it wasn't, for, I don't. I really like the emulator for the Sisters of Battle, but I don't love the stained glass piece on the front. It's just too. It's too huge. Is that a new model this year? Yeah, that was a new model. If okay. if the Triumph came out, then that came out as well. Okay. Because uh, that was redone for the new line. I think all the sister stuff really came out. Didn't the box set come out last year? It, the box set box set came out in like November of last year. Okay, yeah. So then um, that, that's all that 19. came out. Yeah, that's all okay. that came out for the longest time. Yes, it was and then a they lot. Pushed out all the sister well, stuff earlier. I, guess this I year. couldn't remember if it came out like right before the new year or not. So that makes sense. Um, so yeah, for me, it'd be between either the emulator or it would be the, um, the big mountain goat for the Lumineth. <laughs> okay. Um, and I, I'm just, and I don't know, I've painted an emulator, but I have not painted the mountain yet. And I'm, I'm looking forward to that project. Cause I think it looks, it looks pretty cool. And I want to see what I can do with it to make like the mountain on the back, look a little less gaudy. Okay. See if I can't, uh, you know, tone it down a little bit and and kind of pay more attention to some of the cooler features of the model. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah stick with them, huh? I don't know. I haven't no. decided yet. Well, they got new stuff coming out, so you might want to hold on to it. Yeah, I might change my mind. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I don't hate them. I haven't had a you know a bad time playing with them. It's just the way I have them constructed right now. I just it's not optimal. That's just as as we've determined, right? Yeah. And which is fine. Some games, you don't need to have an optimal army. Like, that would have been a really good matchup with what you brought this week, Ryan. Oh, yeah. uh, that, would have made, that would have made for a really fun game, actually. Um, so, yeah. I guess you just need to have some discussions beforehand on what people are trying to get out of the game and, and make adjustments. For sure. So, yeah, that's it for me. You guys got anything you oh, want to add? add to? Or actually, Yeah. Uh, I don't look forward to 2021. I am too. It, yeah, it can't be any worse than 2020, right? Yep. Just hope <laughs> hope that there's some resemblance of tournaments by the end of the year. That's, that's, I, that's my main goal, I guess. Yeah, I, I really hope that as well. Um, it'd be nice to get out and you know, roll some dice with some different people. For sure. Not that I don't love playing with you guys. I'm not saying that. Um, but it's always fun to you know, to, to play in our little group and then to take it outside the group and, and see how that, that, uh, transitions. Right. Oh, and I always loved, you know, seeing the, the one unique tournament army that you, you haven't played against or you've never played right. the army before. It's yeah. Just, that's fun. The, that's, the that, that, you're right. That is fun for sure. Well, cool. Well, with that, I think we can close this up and I wish everyone out there a good 2021. And oh. hopefully we'll see you around the gaming table at some point. One one final note, Jeff. You watched oh, the new yeah. Cobra Kai season yet? I have not. Not yet. Okay. Have you finished it? No, I was going to start it earlier, and I should have because Trisha was sleeping anyways. But Oh, because so it just dropped today, right? Yeah, I might start it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was it's only, like, out. it's only like six episodes. Oh, oh really? That six oh, or eight. Weird. Six or eight or something. Yeah, it's not very okay. many. So. Well, um, I've, I've planted that in my <laughs> wife's mind already, planted that seed. So it will be getting watched soon. All right. Good deal. All right. Awesome. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you in a couple weeks. Thanks. Adios. Good night, guys. All right.
And remember, if you're Koba Kai, you kick ass. Don't be a pussy. Yeah.